how are you doing? Oh, <laughs> Mike's how are you hot. doing? Uh, I burned myself again. Ooh. Mm. We started mm. out of nowhere, but speaking Sorry. of how you doing, yeah. there was a tweet on Tuesday, a.k.a. Oh. today of recording. It's that been a, a good day. Wendy Williams was quoted by TMZ that, yep. that she's coming back with the Wendy Williams show. And TMZ is always right. They are always right. <laughs> They're always right. I can't, like, I feel like I'm... Do you ever feel like you manifest things into the universe? Absolutely, this. Like... I prayed on it every night. I remember I was this close to tweeting out. Mm-hmm. I was like, it's very depressing that we'll never get another, like, Wendy Williams show moment <sighs> to be able to, like, react to. Yeah. And the fact that we will is... It's so good. It means something to me. It means Absolutely. something deep in my soul. Um, I also, this weekend on Friday, I went to see Rina Sawayama. How was it? You know, um, so Rina, um, famously was going to be here, I want to say two, over two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and so when she was booked, I think that what she was probably doing just for sake of, um, of keeping the costs low is she had opening acts from, that were local from the city. Oh, okay. Be Great. her opening act, and because she got upgraded venue, and because it was two years ago, yeah, that opening act was still kind of a part of it. Oh, okay. And so there was this random DJ. I couldn't. I, I wish I could tell you the name. Um, that performed for thirty minutes, and literally, like every every two minutes, she was on the mic being like, "I can't believe I'm doing this. This is so <laughs> crazy." That'd be me up there but talking about manifesting the reason why that, that, that was the connect is because i remember i was very close to putting up my phone mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. uh showcasing a song as one does yeah that i wanted her to play uh-huh. which was kiss me more oh, and yeah. you know what i didn't even have to put my phone up to do she just did it i had it ready to go yeah. and ba-blam and, and then and then i go well we gotta we gotta hear another charlie song yeah. Like, come on. She's got to give us some Charlie song. Yeah. And so I'm getting ready to hold up Play Beg for You. And then... Ba-blam. There, right, right there, right there it is. Wait. And so I feel like... I have a level of manifestation <laughs> that I would love to talk to a friend of the pot Rochelle about. Oh, And yes. dig in deep to. Absolutely. What does it mean? Texture. I'll give her. I'll give yeah. her a little jingle jangle. What are these? Uh, are you having premonitions? Anything of the sort? Never premonitions. I feel like okay. I am more forming. I'm manifesting my reality. Okay. I definitely get premonitions. Manifest it. Mm. You know, because I feel like it's the decision how you want to to move forward with life a little bit. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So Simon, I just want to say yeah. that you did really miss. I would say a, an iconic, amazing incredible show okay and what you also missed is another COVID outbreak oh sure yeah because i am not kidding Uh you i have had to do Uh the nose at home test every other day since fucking lord where we we got a COVID scare yeah through rena which two friends on saturday were like oops i got COVID." but you're negative and then another friend today was like oops I'm positive. And I was like, are you kidding me? Jeez so Louise. I'm actually positive right now. Oh, I was good. Thank God we we're are, all vaccinated, yeah. right? No, in, I'm kidding. I, in the same room. I'm, I've, I've been negative the whole time. I do oh. feel like maybe there was, if I was Coachella contagious, mm-hmm. it was at Coachella. Like, sure. tested the Wednesday, tested the Wednesday after didn't test it all in the middle sure so if there was a place for me to <laughs> ran out of tests ever been positive that would have been it sorry to friend of the pod austin who uh was the first one to to fall victim of covid mm, it was probably here and <clears throat> you know it, it, it could have been me you heard it here and sorry to the guy that i made out that with you made that out I with yeah kind of did that fashion faux pas i just said <laughs> well i guess he's gonna get sick but i want to make out with him you know definitely goes? a faux pas i don't know if it's fashion Speaking of, so like you weren't able to go because you were traveling. Where'd you go? What'd you do? <laughs> I was in scenic Omaha visiting a friend. Never been, never want to. You know what? It's underrated. It gives those vibes of people coming to Minneapolis being like, what's this shithole? You know? And they're like, oh, it's kind of fun here. 
I want to save this topic for when we have the guest on because I do think like one we have a great guest and I think this great is also guest. just kind of a fun kind of yeah. thought process conversation okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. is the idea of I was talking to someone yesterday about New York, um, one of my coworkers. The Big Apple. And she had this opportunity to, um, during COVID, obviously, to just do a, a two-month lease out in New York to, yeah, to say, not? like, I've never done it. I've mm-hmm. like I've heard it's, like, the place to live. There's place so much to, to do, blah, blah, blah. Maybe not during COVID. <laughs> well, no, no, no. This is, like, this is – she's there right now. Oh, okay. And okay. she was saying that um, – that New York is kind of just like once you're kind of settled in there and you're into routine, it's kind of just like another place. Yeah. And so what? I, let's let's get in the guest and then we can go back to this. <laughs> well, we've got a great guest, Aaron. Yeah. So who's here with us. So if you are in the the Minneapolis community, or potentially if this um, this guest is popular in the Philippines. Oh, like Like us. our listeners. Like uh, us. Who knows? There might you, be a crossover. You may know. Crossover uh, audience. It, is it, it's, it's, it's gotta be DJ Tina. Um, Tina is also, uh, you'll be seeing her doing DJ sets um, with Dance Agenda quite a bit. Mm. Also doing a lot of just pop-ups. The, the latest one that I saw was the Stock and Spade grand opening. You were the the DJ to do it all. Um, Tina, you are, we've been wanting to have you on the podcast for, I don't know how long. Mm. Do you, do you remember what your first, what I was going to try and get you on for a while back? Oh, it was the ABBA. It was the ABBA. Oh, was, oh. <laughs> um, uh, probably for the best that. Hey now, you know what? I actually really liked that album and you've just inspired me to go back to it. Are we going back? I hope not. <laughs> That album should have stayed down. It is kooky, like it is kooky in all the right ways, I think, and it just is like a fun ride to be on, I think. I thought it was a Christmas album. <laughs> well, there was at least one Christmas song. Yeah, so I, wish, was, I wish. I wish. Pro- that's all I'm gonna say. That's all we're gonna that's say. That's all here. we're gonna say on that matter. But going back to the the topic of where you're living and stuff, like I was talking to to her about it. Is it's because she, she was she was mentioning how. The after like the the first like week or two, you kind of just like, well, this is another place to live. It's the mm-hmm. same kind of mm-hmm. thing. It's like the same kind of you can go do this, you can go do that. And I feel like I've always kind of had a little bit of that mentality of like, I'm not, I don't need to go to the coast to be happy. I don't mm. like. I think there's a level of people thinking that they need to. If you're not on the coast in a big city with like tons of people around you, somehow like. That's not a level of success. Like you need to achieve that to be able to like, especially within like certain industries or just as kind of like a career aspiration. You're not as cool if you don't live in LA or New York or like any of those kind of those bigger cities. And I think um, at the end of the day, if you're happy where you're at and you're happy with the people Mm -hmm. around you and you're happy Mm -hmm. with the community you've built, Mm -hmm. I don't see a reason to like need to shift that. Sure. I definitely like before we we hopped on the the mic. Uh, we were talking about Denver. I can see moving to a new city or a new place because you're looking for different weather conditions. Like oh, you're looking God. for yeah. hot, dry, or you're looking for always cloudy, like Seattle. Sure. What are y'all's thoughts? Well, I mean, the thing about New York City is like everyone's always like, "Oh, it's the greatest city in the world." Oh, blah blah blah. And honestly, it's kind of true. That's the thing about it. That's why people keep saying it. Do you think it is? Yeah, I mean, I, uh, you can do literally, like, anything. You, you, like, you could get off work on a Tuesday and go to UCB and see, like, like, you know, famous adjacent people doing improv who are, like, really fucking funny. Are you saying that there's no one funny here in the cities? I mean, not, like, that level. I... Uh, I feel like, like you will mix, not, right? because yeah. Especially being in Minneapolis, like there's definitely times where we get passed over for shows or different sure. tours and things. Sure. But like, it's nice being here because when you do go to shows, it's such a small community and it's fun. That's true. And That's you're not true. overwhelmed by a thousand plus crazy New Yorkers. Yeah, and the, the downside too of New York is like, 
the question is, do you have the energy to attend these things when you're done Every working? Because everyone works all the fucking time. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if I could... Weekend comes around, you're like, well, I just want to sit on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> and that's so true. I think I would get caught up in it and I would end up like probably addicted to blow. <laughs> like, sure, yeah, I'm yeah, just, yeah. I'm, I'm being honest with myself yeah. here. Like, I can see why people get addicted to blow. I, yeah. It's not my drug of choice. Yeah. It's not a drug I ever really actively seek out or do. But, uh-huh. like, yeah. I think in New York, where there's so much to do and the FOMO of missing out on one thing or another thing, I could what see bad influences. getting burned out pretty quick. Yeah. How about Miami? Have you guys been to Miami? It's fun for a weekend. Yes. But same vibe because <laughs> yeah, yeah, you go there I and you're like, like why yeah. are people out until eight in the morning? Like yeah. I need to be in bed. My I gotta be up. Tina, what's your what's your it's a weekend, you are having fun, you are doing what you wanna be doing. What's your bedtime? Like would you set yourself a curfew or do you stay up until the sun rises? Curfew, no. Or like a bedtime, not really. It's just Yeah. I'm more of a go-with-the-flow person. So Love if I'm out that. on the weekends and, Love like, that. we go out to a show, somebody's having an after-party, I'll probably go. go. And then um, my bedtime be is... What it is. What it is. Love that. That's it is what it is. That's the way to go through your life, Same. I'm a, I'm a very solid... It's two. It's two a.m. I yeah. I gotta be going, okay. and I try and leave by one thirty. Like you like have your fair. Uber scheduled like two a.m. No, I walk home. I walk. <laughs> home. Oh yeah. If, if I can help, it, I'll I'll walk home. Even yeah. like people say that downtown Minneapolis is scary, and I'm like, I walk home literally like Friday, all Saturdays, all, all the time, time everywhere, yeah. and I've never had any really scary issues. And you're all. really fast. The one, <laughs> I am fast. I am a fast walker. The one time that actually it was like two weeks ago is I was coming back from getting Chipotle through the Skyway. Oh, yeah. And a guy followed me, liter- like tailgated me kind of thing oh. for the longest time. Yeah. And I was like at my, like to, to the, our building door, like the, the Skyway Jeez. building door. And I was like, I don't really know. What He's not coming in with me. <laughs> So I just kind of like opened the door and then I just like quickly shut it and like slammed it. And I was yeah. like, okay, well, this is hopefully how it's going to be. But weird. like, that was the one time. Cause it was, it wasn't even like one of those things. Like I love to pass people on the skyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you are walking in like a fucking horizontal line with your crew and you're blocking the entire skyway, I Get will out. say, Get excuse out. me. And kind of like push my way through. I'm not here <laughs> for your like, horizontal dialogue where everyone needs to be able <laughs> sure. to see each other. Sure. No. Yeah. It's got to do a little glance over. I think it's friends. a, I think it's a little two by two action is, is I think the furthest you should be able to go in a group. Uh, yeah. Two by two. I think that's reasonable. And if, if you are two by twoing in a, in a area of the skyway where you can't, um, someone wouldn't be able to get through on the left of you. Yeah. Then you can't be two by twoing. Yeah. Then you got to give a little sass in the skyway. A little look back at him, like snap the mm. neck back, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. Give the look. Yeah. yeah, I do have a feeling that I might be that tailgater every now and then in the skyway because I have this weird internalized thing of like, well, if I pass someone and make it look like I'm walking super fast, then like my time's more important than them or something. I don't know. <laughs> I have a weird complex about it. So instead, I think I just follow a little too close because I'm walking faster than them. I'll, there are probably uh, people out there who are like, who is this freak? Yeah, no, literally that sounds like a freakish behavior, Simon. Sorry. There's a lot of internalized weirdness like that. I, <laughs> To me, I'm just like, it, it, it's a little, it is a little bit of like a race when you're, mm. you're doing that of sure. like getting... Yeah. To where you need to be but i also think that it, i think everyone just has their own style for walking like i'm like a, a no frills get me from point a to point b as quickly yeah. as possible cut through parking lots mm-hmm. you know jump over the fences whatever you need to jump do over the fences. parkour parkour, parkour hardcore. yeah are you a parkour or tina are you getting there a to b as fast as you can i'm a fast walker yeah. not really a parkour no no parkour that's because reasonable i feel like i would like rip my pants or like sure, sure. trip and no yeah face, break a leg face or plant yeah. probably i'm not a i'm okay i should come clean here i'm not a parkour <sighs> what i'm like I, that's disrespectful i'm not i he lies a lot 
<laughs> I just mean the idea of like doing what you need to do to get from point A to point B. Yeah. That's all I mean by that. I'm sorry to all it's the okay. leaders listening. I mean, you just <laughs> lost trust again. <sighs> Here we are. You know, you, you can't lose trust if you never have any to begin with. That's that's true. Um, <laughs> okay, so this week we are reviewing um, Sophie Tucker's newest mm. album, yes. Wet Tennis. Wet Tennis. What? So just to give some background here, we there were a couple different artists that released an album uh, this last week. Quite a few. So Arcade Fire totally didn't. They, didn't do it? It's, I think no. it's coming soon. Okay, okay, okay. But it was it's, the Knox. It's the Knox. Yeah, Chelsea Jade mm-hmm. and Sophie Tucker, and so and Muna or no? Muna released a new song. Okay, then it was Royksop who also Royksop yeah, also released also an album. released a new album. Mm-hmm. So there was a couple different choices, and we uh, I knew I, I wanted to have Tina on the pod because we Absolutely. haven't. I've been waiting. I've been waiting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Me too, Aaron. And so I was like, Tina, what do you want to do? Like and I gave you, I think I only gave you the choice of the, the Knox. <laughs> yeah, you gave me Sophie Tucker or the Knox. Those were the only choices. Dealer's choice. Would you have chosen? Would you? Would you have Good chosen choices. the other ones? Probably not. I, there you go. Probably not. So what? What drew you to Sophie Tucker? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to see them when they come in June. So I was like, I'm going to sponsored by the Dance album. Agenda. <laughs> is that a? Yeah. yeah, it is Dance Agenda. Where is that? First Ave. Oh, First Ave. Yes. That I would have expected Armory. For Sophie. Yeah, she's very big. And Tucker? Yeah. <laughs> they played at Armory before. Yeah. As like not an opener? Armory. As like an no, opener? not Armory. At First Ave. I mean. Oh, yeah. okay. All right. Okay, okay, okay. I feel like First Ave Maybe next sense. album. Maybe Fillmore is probably the oh, okay. the right mm-hmm. venue in terms of like what they're looking to do. Still have yet to be there. Mm-hmm. Well, this could have been your chance. Huh? The stars didn't line. You didn't manifest it, Simon. You didn't manifest it. I didn't know to manifest it. Do you really want it if you don't manifest it, though? So, um, Tina, you're going to Sophie when when they're in town, um, I think next month? Is it next month? Yeah, June. It's on a Monday, but... It's on a Monday. Oof, Monday, yeah. Um, Just like Lord. Just like Lord. Yeah. Which we are party animals that go out to Monday shows these days. Right. That's who we are. We're still young. Um... (laughs) Would you go? I know I, I don't think the Knox have announced dates, but would you go to the Knox show? Yes, I sure. would. Ease. I would too. Oh. I would. In a heartbeat. I like the Knox. I feel like they're such like a like kind of old school vibey great. band. So. I live great. I love the Knox. Yes. So I just want to give like a quick album. A quick, review. quick, quick album is, review. On the is I listened to the Knox. Yeah. And I'll just say my my biggest gripe and my biggest issue with mm. the Knox was mm-hmm. that they similar to like Griffin, similar to some other bands or artists that just release like I want to say four-fifths of their album before yeah. the album even comes out yeah. they led that album with fucking Bodies yeah. by Muna which came out I think in Two 2020 years ago, maybe. late yeah, 2020, so early 2021 yeah. it is so long ago yeah and I was, and, and then you go through the album, and you're like, I've heard this song, I've heard this song, I've heard this song. They only put out like two or three new songs, and the album's only ten songs long, and you're just you're, you're over here being like, who at your label said you needed to, needed to put out an album? You were so great as just a singles artist. Mm. I appreciated every single single you put put out, mm. and if I would have known you were putting out an album, I would have held off listening so I could have mm. enjoyed the album <laughs> in its entirety. The Knox, and that's my review. <laughs> Good review. Good review. But it's got good songs on it. Yeah. It would be a flop, though, for me. I have to agree. I listened through it, and I wasn't, like, blown away. Yeah. And what it, makes it a t- flop? So, so, Tina, a thing that makes it a, a flop for me, one of my biggest gripes with an album is when um, you wouldn't go back to listen to the album as a whole. Mm-hmm. You would go back to just certain songs. You'd pull those songs and put them on a playlist. Yeah. And their good songs are fire. So good. Right. But, like, I wouldn't... This album is hodgepodge thrown together, like, last minute, ten, like, ten songs thrown yeah. back to back. Like, there is no story. There's no... It's not an album Direction. as much yeah. as it's just, like, a compilation of singles. Yeah, it didn't yeah. feel like a story, really. And so from that, like, total flop. Yeah. yeah. But we're not here to talk about the Knox. No. We've given them too much time. Too much time <laughs> until they come uh, and perform, and then I'll go see them. Mm-hmm. I'll give them more so, time. So... 
with Sophie, you guys? Are we familiar? Are we brand new? Where are we with, with Miss Sophie? Well, so Tina, you were mentioning that you uh, are going to go see Sophie mm -hmm, uh, yes. when they're in town. I was tempted to, to buy tickets to Sophie. And um, just on the so sole fact that they, like... They looked like they'd be fun. Yeah. And I yeah, think with I, tennis, I'm like, I'm about to rock all the tennis. The art direction you know, is very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Um, and I, I remember hearing the name a lot. Like, sometimes I mm -hmm. feel like just hearing a name a lot, you're like, they've got to be good. They're busy. They're doing stuff. <laughs> They're doing <Yeah>. stuff. <laughs> but then I listened to their songs, and I was like... I don't know half of these. Like even like yeah. their their non-album songs. I was trying to just like figure it out, and I was like, I don't know I don't anything know about Sophie are. Tucker. Yeah. So okay. I have okay. like pretty much no background with Sophie Tucker going okay. to this album. I was excited to 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 hear what it would be like, mm -hmm. and you'll have to wait a second oh. before I Will tell you, you what get I think. Tickets to the we'll show. We'll see. Though. We'll see. That's a great question. More to come. More to come. Okay. <laughs> How about you? How about you, Tina? Are you like a longtime fan? Where are you with uh, mm, with Sophie? Maybe what three, four years? So they opened for Odessa, I think, mm -hmm. a few yep. years ago. Okay. So yeah. that was my first time seeing them, and I'd gotcha. only heard like a couple songs before then. Okay. So ever since then, I've been a fan. Okay. Decent amount of time. That's a decent amount of time. Yeah. yeah. And I so uh, I tried to do some research going into this. And one, no Zane Lowe interview. Ugh, that, that's, Aaron, that's Aaron's preferred method of research, for and sure. I, and I didn't have time to like look to see if there's a pitchfork, pork, uh, pitchfork review. There isn't. There isn't. <laughs> but, and I was looking on YouTube, and I was like, did they do an interview for the album Yeah, or where's anything? the promo? There's like nothing. Okay. But what I did find is they did, they did do a podcast on, like, oh. like literally like a 15-minute podcast with like, I think... The podcast is in Brazil. Like someone on our level. <laughs> and I learned quite a bit. Well, that's good. Um, so, so it turns out that it's a duo and their names are yeah. Sophie and Tucker. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. You learn that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you also learned, uh, or I learned that, that um, Sophie lived in Brazil for a couple of years Ooh. and it speaks Portuguese. And that's why when you listen to the album, of course. I was like, this sounds like Spanish, but I don't understand it. And I was like, <laughs> Portuguese. There's some French on there too. Really uh -huh. worldly, really worldly. Yeah. Simone, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. what about you? What okay. is your relation with Sophie? I'm going to guess it's, it's long. You know, I actually got to see Sophie Tucker live recently um, in Miami for New Year's, and it was a highlight. Like, they crushed it. Their set was incredible. There was live vocals and, like, live instrumentation happening. They completely read the room and, oh, yeah. like, knew how to work us, and we were hooked. It was an incredible night. So I was really excited going into this review, actually. Yeah. Oh, so you have more experience than you. Yeah. Than me. <laughs> I, I heard <laughs> under... And more recent experience than you. Sure. I heard Under the Sun live before I heard it on Ooh. the album, baby. And well, there you Ooh. go. There you go. So you, you were a fan going into the album. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's that's super exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, Should we go into the album? Let's do it. Let's talk about it. I mean, from first... Just the visuals. You see the album cover. It's, you know, it's like a, a, they're, we're looking up from the lens. They look big. They've got their tennis gear on. It's bright. It's colorful. They're wet. It's fun. It's so, it's so fun. <laughs> they're what? <laughs> they're wet. They're having a good time. So, I mean, just right away, I was, I was really excited for the album just looking at it. I so wanted to get going. One of the things that they mentioned when uh, in this podcast mm -hmm. was that on the in the album artwork in, in a lot of different places uh, combined with wet tennis they they have two different tennis rackets that are kind oh. of overlapping okay and it's meant to be signaling kind of to the venn diagram of their musical backgrounds wow and so to give some background with okay. that is sophie comes from a lot of um kind of more of the Latin jazz mm. um, music. And that's where, oh. where so Sophie, that's like her type of music that she's sure. really into. Okay. And Tucker is more on the dance side of things. 
And so the Venn diagram is kind of like how their two musical tastes mm. are different, but also that intersection between yeah. of where um, Sophie Tucker kind of comes to life. Okay, I can I see that. that. And I will say that after I, I heard that, it kind of did an unlock for me of a little bit like, okay, so I kind of am getting a little bit more understanding of what I'm listening to. Yeah, when you yeah. say that, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they definitely bring in a lot of different influences from one, their cultural backgrounds, upbringing, and then mm-hmm. their taste in music as well. So Absolutely. One of the other things, too, that they, they did mention, I'm trying to wikipedia it right now um because i don't know what where it comes from but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. what they were saying is that wet tennis was um meant to be broken into three different parts we ten no wet (laughs) tennis tennis and then the and then the acronym which the acronym is something like when everyone tries Something, 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 something. Oh boy, okay. This is getting That's a lot. This is getting a little into like Taylor Swift. But they didn't do that. Are but they still gonna break it up into three? They, no, they, they they broke it up into three, even when you look at the oh, the okay, the album, okay, they have okay. the different interlude and then they have mm, somewhere yeah. else in there there's like some sort of other kind of breakup okay. that uses a similar vibe. Um, okay, now I'm getting skeptical because I feel like this is getting into like Taylor Swift code. So they wanted to do chapters. They wanted to do chapters <laughs> in the album. Okay, okay. Which I, I will I will fully admit I didn't get. I I mean I got there was probably something with the interlude, but you're right. I didn't really Yeah. I didn't really see that. But okay. It's I mean they did it, it's mm-hmm. fine. So the the we album love a story. The album starts with um Kake? Mm-hmm. Is, is that, that what it's called? Is that, kake, kake, is that supposed to be like an abbreviation of bukaki? Maybe. I. It's in Portuguese, so I... Oh, there you go. We Good question. We're going to have to find out. Okay. It's going to be a moment. Um, <laughs> one of the things I noticed that was a, like a central theme with the album was there was a lot of sampling. Did you all notice that? So yes. much. Yes. What do you think... What? How do you feel about sampling, and how do you feel that Sophie did with the sampling? Mm-hmm. What do you think, Tina? I'm curious. As a DJ, I want to get your thoughts on this. I mean, I'm a fan of sampling, right? Okay. It can be done well. It can be terrible. But <laughs> I feel like there was that Game of Thrones Mama and Orman sample mm-hmm. in one song. Okay. I liked that. The, what was the last one? The last one, oh, God, it was a cover. What a Wonderful World. What a Wonderful World, yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. I uh-huh. love Sophie's voice, but I, I didn't get it. Yeah. No. There it, there were some there were some weird spots where mm-hmm. it, it felt like they were just kind of almost just taking songs and putting them on the album and just tweaking them a little bit. I do think there's a fine line between too much and just enough sampling and this one really flirts with too much. I think it doesn't flirt with. I think it like sexually <laughs> okay. assaults. It, it, I was, sexually assaults. I um, think I, w- I was trying to be nice but you're probably right. I don't there's more songs than not that have sampling or have yeah. some sort of like thing put into them that sure. isn't necessarily needed. Yeah. Yeah. Which I will say kind of took me out of it a little bit. What I also would would love to ask is like, what's a song that you thought did sampling correct? Oh shit! Oh, that's hard. I have to review. For I'll start. I will start. Okay, well, yeah. we're not there yet, so. Yeah. But like, I'm not talking about the album. I'm talking like in general. Yeah. I'm saying okay, like, yeah. Jason Derulo did the one song. I don't even know what it's called, but he sampled Imogene's Heap or Imogene Heap's uh, "What You Say." Yeah, what you say. Okay. What you say. Yeah. And I thought the way that he did it was like he pretty much took this song that was kind of like a little bit sad, and he found a way to make it like right. super upbeat and kind of fun to sing along to. Mm-hmm. And the "What You Say" moments were like iconic. Yeah. So that's that sample. I think for me was like gold child of okay. doing that. Was Summer in New York, was there a sample in there? I <laughs> I know the songs I didn't like. Sure. And sure. I know the song I did like, yeah, and the yeah, rest yeah. I didn't pay much attention to. Okay, what do we like about the album? Um, someone sampled. Oh, yeah, what's your sample? sample? What's your okay. sample? Frank Ocean, American Wedding. Ooh. Okay. 
And what is he sampled? Like sampled Hotel California, which like the main melody oh. and beat is like the same, but the words are completely different. Oh, you just mean like generally? What's our generally? Favorite? Yeah, yeah, generally. Sorry, my but bad. But that was such a good one. Do you think? Do you think Jason Derulo yeah. was like? No, my... I thought you just meant on the album. Look, it's been a day. Okay. <laughs> it's been a day. It's been a night. It's been a day. I don't know. Let's not beg for you by Rena. Well, I'll tell you that much. I did like that song live though. Oof. It was probably a lot better live. Honestly, it slaps. It slaps. Okay. I'm not wow. gonna. I'm not gonna fight you on that one. All right, I'll come back to me on the. What, on whenever the you think of it, just interrupt and go back. Okay, I'll say stop. But you, you yeah. were asking, what did we like about the album? Yeah, what did we like about the album? What was fun? I think the visuals. Agreed. Fun, very fun. I love the moments where she's giving vocals because I know she can deliver it live. It's not a, we're not just mixing that to sound good for the CD. What I got from the album was that some of these songs would be great in like a Skins or a new generation of Degrassi or like an MTV show. (laughs) Sure. It would be a great soundtrack song for an episode of a show. Sure. Like a youth-centered show. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not edgy enough for you, for I think. I think cinema... I, uh, I don't I, think so. Maybe, maybe. We'll see. But I think um, that's kind of the vibe I would go with it, is, is like it felt like it was cinematic mm-hmm. in its approach to songs. Okay. Mm-hmm. What I would say is that I don't feel like the cinematic aspect of it was enough to. There was a, there's enough going on behind the scenes to make the cinematic aspect work. Okay. So more of a soundtrack. Not even a soundtrack because you wouldn't take the entire album and put it as a soundtrack. Yeah. You would take songs and you'd be like, "This would be perfect for this moment." Like I think that mm. like yeah. what is it called? Like there's a there's a title for someone that like chooses the music for like a music director yeah for like a tv shows yeah, yeah. something like Dream that job. oh one of my friends works in that go. industry oh yeah. Yeah. connections yeah. here we are <laughs> bopper for love <laughs> that's blue from blue's clues oh yeah we love blue we love blue three generations of blue's clues now um <laughs> what did anyone else like about the <laughs> I love mm-hmm. when they sp- when they speak Portuguese. I love that language. So like yes. the songs where they're speaking Portuguese are fire. That was very cool. I will say that that, that was, was nice. a challenge for me as someone that like also tries to pay attention to like lyrics and <laughs> see if there's any song themes. So there was like a good chunk of like I don't think there's a single song that I was really able to go like, what is that? Song? Like I was like, what what are, what are these songs about? I don't really know, so I'm gonna have to sure. go off other things. <laughs> sure, yeah. Which I will say, there's like there's the the one song with the, like what the fuck's original sin anyway, and yeah. I was like one. Let me get to the you, flop. You kind <laughs> you kind of failed at fitting that phrase into that <laughs> melody. <laughs> yeah, it was there's kind of a little off putting. A lot of wordsmithing happening to fit that in. Okay, can I? Yes, that was that was the song that I had just. You know what? That that was that was a, a that good was biggest it. flop. What song was that? Is it original original, original and it was the first one. It second, was, no, it was the second, second one. Second, second one. But pretty early. Doesn't yeah. doesn't get you very, off at a good pace. Very um, early. And very I literally early was now. like, I don't like this song because the like lyrical <laughs> flow is completely off. Mm. It yeah, it, it just feels like what what are you doing here? What are you trying to say? And the thing is, is I know that like if slash when I show up to this concert, I'm probably gonna go. What the fuck's original <laughs> sin anyway? I have a feeling it won't be in there. That's set. not gonna be in the set. It oh, can't be. They're gonna play the whole fucking thing. I think there's no mm, way. They're not really that kind of like. They're like a DJ group when you see them. You know what I mean? But like I, their sets are way more all over the place and like made specifically for their life. So they would like maybe mix in other songs. Yeah, they would. Yeah, theirs. yeah. One hundred percent agree. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna say it up right out loud. I, I'm. This was a flop of an album for me. Okay. Okay. And I, I, I yeah. I have to just say that out loud because you I think have that to say it out loud. It's just hard for us out. to talk get about the out. album without me just kind of going gripe, 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 gripe. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of things I didn't mm-hmm. like about it. I, 
as much as I love um, other languages and stuff, and I even like could be okay with with like listening to that type of music. And I think this was a a, a broadening of my horizons of listening to kind of multilingual EDM dancey type music. Yeah, yeah. I just it was not rubbing me the right way. I I had to force myself to listen to this album four <laughs> times. I remember four times. Good thing it's only like thirty three minutes quick, or something. Yeah. It's a quick one. And the good news is, is I also like it. I think it was first listen. I was like, okay, I know what my biggest flop and I know what my top <laughs> bop are. And like, yeah, we're. I did the assignment. Easy you know work. what I mean? Easy I did the assignment, and sure. so it was just like. Now it's all about like how do I at least have other things to say about the album and find <laughs> themes and that's where sure thank God for that podcast mm. yeah mm. where did you how many times did you listen to it probably like six yeah. I think six times yeah and hate it you know you didn't hate it I didn't hate it I do think that they didn't really take that many risks I didn't find a whole lot that was like new or different or super exciting about the album to be honest um no and it really like for me it kind of sheds light on this thing that I'm noticing where like some artists especially in like the EDM production DJ world like their studio albums aren't really the best representation of what you're gonna of get. what you're gonna get from them like I remember whatever that Elenium album was that came out years back that people lost a freaking mind for. I was like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't see this at all. Like everything about this from the production to the lyrics to like is so expected and lame. Like I would have thought this was cool when I was in middle school, however long ago that was. And people lost their minds. And I think it's because they are really fond of him as a live performer mm-hmm. in that kind of like, clouded their judgment whereas me I'd never heard of the dude so I was like three nights at armory I think three, three nights. nights at armory and I was like based on the album alone I have no clue why all of you are so excited for this and I, I'm not kidding like I went I had tickets for Saturday and Sunday of the three night thing both of them okay two well, nights su- two Sunday nights. was like a, a cheap BOGO it was like yeah. and it was like a retro night right it was throwbacks throwbacks yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. throwbacks mm-hmm. But what I would say which is... Which I think is pretty cool. I mean, I wish I would... I've heard that Sunday was the best day. Oh, yeah. But I I went to Lenium and I was like, not... This isn't for me, which I think I saw Lenium back in the day for mm. like a New Year's or something. Sure. Yeah. And I remember... I, I That's how you know that you were on the Molly. <laughs> Because I was like, this was so this good. amazing. That's and, the best night of my And then I see the show that this time around, and I'm not doing drugs. That probably explains a lot. <laughs> and I was like, this just isn't for me. This is not my type of EDM. <laughs> yeah. I'm very I'm very much more on the house. I love house. Oh, my God. Give me. Give it to me day and night. The chickadee-da. It's so fun. Literally, like... Inject that beat into my fucking veins. That's <laughs> it, all it I need. It brings me yes. back to like the Dance Dance Revolution days where house was like really prevalent. It was so much fun. What <sighs> I would say is I do think that some Sophie Tucker songs could make it onto a DDR game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And they would be actually really yeah. DDR-able. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, it feels like it could be yeah. or a Just Dance kind of thing. Something. I bet you that one of their songs has been on a Just Dance purple hat mm-hmm. oh there you think you purple hat i was gonna say best friends um yeah but mm. but you know overall this is a flop of an album for me but i would encourage you to see them live totally different game the mix for sun goes comes up or whatever that song is live was like truly incredible so much fun i i'm i want i don't know if I have nothing going on, I will go yeah. see there you go. Sophie Tucker yeah. that Monday. Mm-hmm. Not someone I need to see, but I also do know from listening to this album, they very much give off the um, Rufus to Soul or the like the Chromio type dance artist that isn't just about the dance, it's about the production of it all. So you're going to get more than just the 
kind of the mixer and the laptop and yeah, the absolutely. pyrotechnics lasers and et cetera, you're going to get an actual, like, they are producing the sound here live. Oh, they were pulling out trumpets and shit. Yeah. Doing you know? the most random things. Yeah. So I think that, like, from that perspective, and that's sometimes such a good show to watch oh and be a part God. of because you're dancing so to fun. it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and you get to see them, like, produce music right then and there. Yeah. Like, I think that they will put on a really good show. Absolutely. Um, but so I don't... We'll see you there. <laughs> Sounds like you're going. But I just... I like. <laughs> I mean, New it's Year's gonna be, Eve it's gonna be is a by. different vibe than a Monday. Also. <laughs> yeah. There, there are so many... Like, I think Rufus the Soul is actually coming here on a Monday. Why? Why and I'm like... It's cheaper. It's it's cheaper to buy... To, to book them on a Monday. Or Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah, during the week. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Mama. Oof. You can't I'm still do it. Going. It's not sh- yeah. Work can wait. You'll see Tina there. You'll see Tina there, and Tina. you may see me. Maybe. 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 It's gonna have to be stars aligned moment. I, Absolutely. I'll tell you, I'm not manifesting it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. And so we have two flops, but we're just leaving. We're we're just yeah. here with Tina now. Tina. I have to disagree, you guys. Oh, she's fine. I thought oh, wow. it was a bomb. Okay. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop the process. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yes. I, 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 I admire you giving it a bop, but I'm very curious. I yes. Will, I will what elaborate. is a bop for you of an album? So I feel like when I'm listening to an album, like... I'm picturing, like, would I play this song? Is this something that I think people will dance to? Well, I dance to it. And, I mean, I listened to this song on my flight home from Chicago right. over the weekend. Um, but I felt like the percentage of bops compared to the flops were higher for me. Mm. So you, okay. you, it's a it's percentage. It's a ratio. It's, it's a, a ratio. ratio. Okay, that's How fair. many bops? It's a ratio. How many so flops? So there were two songs that I was like, I don't like these. Okay. That's not bad. And I think it was the second song and then the last one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Second song and the last one. And the rest of them, I was like, So original sin and um, the cover. The What a Wonderful World. What a Wonderful wonderful World. world. Thank you. Why can I never think of that name? Okay. But Uh, like, so in terms of albums too, are you, is listening to an album, like when you, it's time to, to pull out your music, go on your Spotify, go on your Apple Music, wherever you listen. Do you seek out albums when you're looking to play something or you look at playlists or like what is kind of how do you digest music? I would say more typically playlists for (laughs) sure. Like I'll just make a playlist of all the music I'm listening to at the time and that's Mm -hmm, probably mm -hmm. what I'll listen to for the next month. Especially if I have like a show coming up. I'm like planning for that and I'm like curating music for that. Which before we, we, we dive much deeper, I would love to understand... What what goes into you are our second DJ we've had on this podcast. Ooh, oh, that's right. DJ's DJ Ty Jordan, oh, Mama. Shout out, hi. <laughs> but uh, Tina, how do you find songs, and are you remixing the songs, or are you taking remixes that are out there and trying to kind of almost compile what you want your set to be, and just doing the tweaking of those those sets? Yeah. Live. I would say I'm very early in my DJ career, so mm-hmm. I'm not making remixes. Like there are some things I can do live, but on the production side, I'm not really there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely more like curating remixes that I like and even just like crate digging, like searching SoundCloud, Spotify, everywhere, and then just going to shows because that's probably the mm. biggest way that I find new music. Oh, and can, can you Shazam like someone's DJ set? Can you like, because a you lot of times... Try. <laughs> you can try. You can try. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can it's try, tough, but it's... I'm sure. It's usually pretty loud in there. So you may pick up some, you may not, but Mm -hmm. just try and like remember, take a little video clip or something. Diko, what what is that moment Mm -hmm. in time? Let's unpack that later. And when you're building your set, what is the, how do you, how do you go about building it? Is it, are you trying to go for a certain vibe? Are you thinking about the event? Are you like, what, 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 how do you take it from beginning to end? And what's the story you try and tell? It definitely depends, I think, on the event. So I'm always thinking about the event and, like, who's going to be there. Um, 
So like when I DJed at the saloon a couple weeks ago, oh, and it was like yeah. techno house, like <sighs> completely different vibe from DJing at a brewery. Which know? I'm like, so sad I was not able to go to that okay. fucking it's event. Okay. You missed Wait, a good time though. Was I out of town? Where was I? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Where were you guys? I don't know. This was going on. I was at Coachella. Oh, um, yeah, it was no, Coachella weekend. It was weekend before Coachella. Oh, um, well, there before. are two weekends of Coachella. Oh, true. Which. It's okay. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't oh, well, matter. I'll be at the next one. I remember oh. I wanted to go, but I like I could not go. Mm. I was like out of town for it, but I don't know what. I think you just got back. Maybe you're potentially exposed to COVID. No, no. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Who cares? Calendars are booked. We are booked penciling and it in. Booked and very busy. We are busy. penciling yes. it in, baby. If y'all go to Saloon, leaders of this podcast. Mm-hmm. And you have the opportunity to to see Tina perform there. You're gonna you should go. Mm. And if you have a chance to see Leo himself, who runs Dance Agenda, Leo. he he I think he does like once every Friday or once one Friday of every month. Okay. Uh-huh. I think it's the best DJ set of the the oh, weekend. Okay. And like I don't like to go on Fridays usually, but if Leo's there, I'll go. You gotta go. You'll make an exception. Absolutely. Will you stay out past two though? No. <laughs> No. He doesn't budge on that. Uh-uh. Well, I just, I, I, I have trouble sleeping in. So, yeah. like, I get up at 7 regardless. Yeah. So, if I stay out until 4, I'm getting, what, two hours of sleep? It, like, About given, three, yeah. But, like, given, like, you got to get home, you got to brush your teeth, you got to oh, do everything yeah. else like that, and then you have to settle in. Like, <laughs> how much good sleep am I actually getting? Not much. Not much. An hour and a half. Yeah. <sighs> I got it. And so, yeah. That's just my... My policy. <laughs> Should we go on to the top bops? Let's do it. Who wants to start? Who's really just aching to get it out there? I'm not. I'm not <laughs> uh, aching to get it out there. Okay. But sure. Okay. Some came up. Okay. Sophie Tucker. Yeah. John Summit. Let's listen. Can to we it. give a listen to this? Let's do it. Well, listen. Oh, just don't don't mind us. We are just take those Oreos. We're just trying to, to finish off the package <laughs> of Pokemon Oreos from a couple mm. months ago. I'll take. Mm, good <laughs> ASMR moment for you those have. for the fans. Oh, Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, crunch, 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 munch, munch, crunch, crunch. We love my final Oreo of the package was Bulbasaur, my favorite <laughs> Pokemon. Got a lot. Good one. Um, you know, it was also a good one. Yeah, Miss Sun. Um, Sun came up, John Summit, Sophie Tucker. I'll say like lyrics. What well, that one? That one gets you. Literally, it's a. It's not even original lyrics. No. Like it's uh, copycat whatever. So you kind of have to go into the vibe of it all, and the vibe yeah. of it was fine. I liked the vibe. The of vibes it. were good. And I. Speaking of John Summit, who's who's the um, co-producer, the co artist on the song mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the collaborator yeah john summit someone that like everyone i feel like everyone is like obsessed with these days yeah i've never heard of him and and i thought i was obsessed with him and i i think his music's good you follow I just, him on twitter i'm just a little bit less entertained by like <laughs> his broish. he's very broish, oh, bro. and like okay it's just bringing up like a bottle of like fucking Patron to the stage oh. and just chugging it. Yeah. I feel this way. I feel similarly about Charlie Puth, like putting just a glimpse of his ass on Twitter and shit. Like, I don't give a fuck about you. I, I don't sorry. give a, I don't give three yeah, fucks about Yeah, he's Charlie. like real gay baby and a lot of the queers out here are like all for it. I'm like, he's not very, interested. Not I, interested. I don't, the thing is, is I think of celebrities whoever whatever you want to call it like Mm -hmm. i think he probably actually is more queer than like the harry styles of the world i think he he truly actually is but it's still just like i don't i i saw a stat that was like harry styles and um charlie puth are the two most streamed 
They have the two most streamed songs on Spotify or something. Really? As it was. I did And then that, that damn song. light switch song. I, I give zero fucks about Charlie Puth or his music. None. Wipe it off the face of the planet, I'll not notice. But you know what? If, if slash when that review comes out, maybe we'll find something to like about it. Maybe. Maybe we won't. Stranger things have happened. He produces it. I did not have have a top bop. Not one song. What's good? (laughs) Not (laughs) one. First time. First time. So some came up as a song I would totally throw on playlists. It's a a song that I would like. It's solid. Enjoy listening to. It's it's solid. Absolutely. Who wants to go next? I will. Yeah. So we have the same bop. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Song Double goes back. Double back. I did. Mm-hmm. I love the song, but I also love John's song, though. Yeah. He's good. He's Guilty good. Guilty pleasure. The kids love. But, Tina, you, when we were off mic, you mentioned that you might have an honorary bop. What I would... do have an honorary bop. Uh, first song. The first first song, song, they came out swinging, I feel like. Cocky. It's, it was a bop. Cocky. Well, should we give that one a, a listen Kaki. Really, Kaki. really quick? Khaki. Khaki. <laughs> let's listen to it. I like it. Let's give it a chance. Let's Kaki. Kaki. Yeah. yeah, let's do it. She said it's short and sweet, but I know you're not feeling the the Portuguese vibe. You're right. You're right, (laughs) Tina. I... You heard it here. English only, says Aaron. It's not that. I would say it is... um, I I definitely, like, I didn't know what the lyrics meant. The the lyrics were either in Portuguese or they were sampled throughout this entire album. Let's just go on the record and say that. I feel like that's kind of how it is. Let's just say it. I will say that I love the electric... Is it electric bass, probably? The... Yeah, that's sick. And it's kind of like, it, it almost is the invitation of, we're going to go on a ride. You know I what I mean? I feel like that would be the perfect song for them to like open up their show with. I agree. Absolutely. It's a great intro track. It would be a great it's starter like, for a yeah. live performance. It would get the people going. Yeah. It, it, re- it really would. Um, I have another Sophie Tucker song to recommend to you, though. What is that? Recommend Outside it. of the album. What Please. The Drinky. Drinky. Mm. I'll give it a listen. Orman. Okay, Orma Orhan. I'll have to listen to that one. Drinky. There's a version with John Summit, and then there's a remix with uh, Vintage Culture. Which which one do I go with? All of them. All of them. All of them. (laughs) Back to back to back to back. Yes. Get in there. Simone, Mm. Simon. Okay, my uh, top bop, I went with Wet Tennis, title track. Well, let's give Wet Tennis a, a good old listen. Let's do it. Oh, I'm sorry. And that was uh, <laughs> Wet Tennis. <laughs> sorry, I just reacted. Oh, did you find another bop? There are, there are songs in the album that I don't mind listening to, and this mm-hmm. is middle of the pack. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fuck my drag. I, Tina, you made, a, you made a comment in the middle of the, the, um, the song that you're like, it kind of sounds like Moulin Rouge. A little bit? It very much does sound like that kind of like, come on over here, boy. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm burlesquing yeah. to this song. Yes, absolutely. It, it, it would be a great burlesque song, I think. Mm. It would be. I think um, so too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely not, uh, yeah, not one I would take off playlist. I, <laughs> see, I love this song for a few reasons. I think it really showcases like their, both of their influences in a really fantastic way. Um, you get a lot of like the instruments in there that are really catchy. You get like the dance vibes from him and he throws in vocals on there. I love it a lot. Um, and just like the general vibe. Ooh. This I'm is jiggling a, and wiggling. Baby. This is a song that I think, again, this album, there are songs on it that would be so great to see live and see how oh it comes together. God, yes. I imagine whoever or however they do the trumpet noise of the, the oh. song, 
They're probably is, playing it. They're probably playing yeah. it. And it's going to be like so fun to see them kind of just whip out a trumpet. We're all going to be like, what the fuck? <laughs> Lizzo vibes. Yeah. Very Lizzo vibes. <laughs> who, who hates a trumpet? I mean. My sister is a professional <laughs> horn player. Hates the trumpet. You know what? <laughs> hates it. You know what? I think, I think it was Rena. I think it was Rena that literally brought out a fake trumpet. Nice. To pretend to do yeah. the little Lizzo moment. Yeah. Like, or brought out some sort of instrument, like yeah. a saxophone, I think it was. Um, I and thought it, it'd be funny if it were like a recorder, like a fourth grade. That'd be iconic. <laughs> but just like, I think that we're at the point now Another that I think- Another reason I think not to have kids, the recorder. Lizzo has trademarked the- The flute. The flute she really at her has. show. Like, and, and the yeah. playing the instrument, like, and just fucking killing it. It's a signature. She brought it to the Met So Gala. I bet you all the record labels <laughs> she, now are like- She sure did bring it to the Met Gala, baby. What can you do? That's right. Did Liz- Here's the deal with the Met Gala. I was really excited. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about I it. was really excited about it. Let's talk about it. And then the fucking abortion rights all got kind of oh my god brought up and ruined yeah. by it. N- never a good time, but a particularly bad time. It was just like it was more of like I can't be paying attention to the Met Gala because there's so much else going on. I'll be honest. Even if that didn't happen, I didn't think there was a whole lot of reason to pay attention. No, this year in particular, the theme was pomp and circumstance or something yeah. like that. It's like and gilded glamour. Gilded, gilded, yeah, gilded glamour. Gilded glamour. Yeah. I don't think anyone got the assignment. No one did it. Literally no, no. no one. I was like, how did... Someone was like, FK Twigs should be here. It's yeah, where is she? Where's yeah. Zendaya? Where, where are they? Like, where are the stars? Where are the stars? Where are the stars? Ember, I mean, Emma besides, Chamberlain was there. Besides Vanessa Hudgens. Vanessa our Hudgens girl. Oh, we love. Friend of the pod. God. Tina, Vanessa was literally filming a movie in St. Paul. Yeah. Like two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? That's we true. had a we had a, like a, a A24 movie filmed here in Minnesota in St. Paul. And oh, Vanessa wow. Hudgens was in it. We could have spotted her. Oh my god. I think I was out of town. Because <laughs> you texted me about me. it. That yeah. is that that was this no, it's this weekend I texted you about it. But no. that's probably why I didn't see her at fucking Coachella. Because we know that she's the Coachella queen. Coachella queen. She, but not when she there's she, looks. Now she's working. Not when, not when there's money to be made. No, she's got to make money when, where she can. Now that she's, the princess switch is done. Yeah, she's got to build on that momentum. <laughs> How many princess switches? There are three. There's three. There's yeah. three. I hope there's a fourth because I love this I love movie. It. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. How many more? Can characters? there be any more switching? This? The multiverse. So. It'll be a multiverse situation. <laughs> it, yes, you're right. <laughs> Please. One of them will be an alien, like literally oh, green Vanessa Hudgens. So I don't even good. know. And it'll be her in full body paint. <laughs> well, she commits to the role. She does. Always. <laughs> they go, Vanessa, you're mostly going to be wearing like <laughs> full clothes. And she's going to go, no, but I need it for the character. Yeah. Full body. Paint me. Full body. Paint me like your ex-lover. Yeah. Something um, like that. One of your French girls. Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. Something like that. That's mm-hmm. it. Um... <laughs> Is that the saying? It is. Is that yeah. how it goes? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Someone we'll fact checked us. We'll Someone Make it what you want. Someone let us know. Make it in yours, the comments. Aaron. That's right. Um, well, we do have biggest flop, and I feel like there's mm-hmm. a lot of things that we could be flopping about it. Uh, yeah. Tina, you gave two different ones. Is there one that was a spotlight flop for you a of the two? Flop. Particularly. Original bad. Sin was the spotlight flop. Ooh, yeah. It was yeah. definitely. I mean, overall yeah. for me, the album was a bop. That song, I really just couldn't. Are you couldn't skipping get with it? it? I couldn't buy it. Yeah, Are you skipping I skipped it. it. Skipped it. Taking skipped. it out of the album. Second your playlist. listen. Mm, sorry. See ya. So what's so crazy to me is neither of those are my biggest flop. I don't want to know what your biggest flop is now. Forgive me. Oh, yeah, that song blows. Literally I hate that song. terrible. Oh, I hate that song. <laughs> It's terrible, but I also I, I, I also can see it at the end of a Grey's Anatomy episode. Like that's where uh, I'm like, oh god, not for me, Tina. That was all not the games for me. It's not for me. It's literally. It's not. Yeah, not good. Mm, not good. But surprisingly, not my biggest flop. How are we? There's a lot of flops on this album. My biggest flop was Larry Bird. Okay. Yep. Yep, I agree. Oh, it, I mean, like, please don't ever use audio of your dad giving <laughs> coaching lessons or whatever that's that was. That's what that was? 
I don't know. Yeah, it's his featuring Tuck's dad. It's his dad. It's Literally his dad. did not make the connection. I didn't I didn't okay. until I saw the lyrics okay. like the like, written by and I was like, okay, well. Where do we start? First of all, I came here for tennis. Okay. One sport at a time on this album. Wet tennis what? is what I signed up for. Right. Why are you bring in a basketball? A football sample? Was it basketball? <laughs> basketball. I don't know. Larry Bird was. famously a, famously a linebacker. I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> about sports. Um, yes, he he was a um, basketball player. Um, what team was he on? Boston Celtics? Is that it? No? Yeah, the red team. I think the, red the red team. team. Okay, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Um, yeah. Had fun. I didn't... Yeah, the audio clips in it. Didn't care for it. Didn't care for basketball references. Larry Bird is yeah. old and gone. Ooh. Sorry to say, folks. That's how the, the cookie crumbles. I I, just kidding. Then he is still here with us. We man. love you, Larry. Shout out if you're listening. <laughs> I was like, shout out. Yeah, how old is he? We got the Wikipedia. Sixty-five. And he is six nine. Okay, uh, that's impressive. He is a tall king. Tall king, not a short king. <laughs> short king summer though. Short king summer. They say. They say it they sometimes. Say. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> We've officially gotten through the album, and I'm so thankful we have. Because yeah. we can finally talk about something that's going to be a palate cleanser, the uh, single obsession of the week. Absolutely. What have you been just jamming to this week, Aaron? So, uh, one of the perks of Apple Music is we have this, um, we have radio shows, and one's called Dance XL. Okay. And on Dance XL, uh, Aluna George will play a lot of like really kind of fun songs and as you're listening I'm like oh fuck yeah that song's good yeah and and I uh I saved the song Waterfall by Disclosure and Ray okay Disclosure turns out I actually like Disclosure's new um new new vibe that they're giving it's a little bit slower a little bit more kind of like I don't hate it at all easy breezy so Disclosure you got my single obsession this week how about you Tina this song is called Ferrari. Okay. It's like, I know this is like the age of everyone resampling mm-hmm. from the 90s, mm-hmm. but I think they did it well. And it's who's it by? James Hype and I forgot the singer's name. Okay. James Hype, Ferrari. But James okay. Hype is the producer. So gotcha. We love James okay. Hype. We'll have to look into this. We'll have to investigate. We have to. And Simone, Simon. So I was in Omaha this weekend. We we have a friend in our group who lives there, and he's like, no one wants to visit us. So we're like, we'll come visit you. And he took us out to this bar, and it's called The Max. And it's like kind of half a gay bar, half not, which is like, that'll happen. What do you mean? <laughs> like, it's not exclusively a gay bar, but it's pretty queer. The, the gays ratio. go there. The gays though the go there, but you're not exclusively the client. And what kind of what kind of bar is it? Okay, it's tough to explain. I actually think it's super cute. The layout is probably unlike something you've been to before. There are just all these fun little nooks and crannies and like glass alcoves overlooking dance floors and like that kind of thing. It was I wasn't expecting much, and I had a really good time. The crowd was super eclectic and like, I don't know how these groups found each other, but everyone seemed to be having a great time. And in the middle of my, my vibing, um, the DJ played One More Time by Daft Punk. And I was like, fuck, I forgot how goddamn good the song is. And that album. It slaps. Fantastic. So that's my single obsession. Well, good, good obsession. Thank you. It's a good throwback. It's a good one. Well, we've reached the end of the the podcast episode. It's my least favorite part of the episode. Since when we gotta go through handles and plugging. Back to depression. Tina, it was so fun to have you on the podcast this week. Thank you for having me. Um, where can people find you if they wanna come to one of your shows? If they if they wanna um, support you as an artist? Yeah. Where do they go? Post everything on Instagram. So it's at DJ TNA, Tina without the I, underscore. TNA. You heard it here first. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, Simon, where can people find you? You can find me at The Realist Simon. I'm pretty much just on Instagram. Um, if you happen to throw that in the Venmo, it might work. It might work. Try it out. We'll see. <laughs> I dare you. I dare. Double dog dare you. 
Um, if you want to follow our podcast Instagram, it's at Bopper Flop Podcast. And my personal playlist on Spotify, random mix of whatever I'm liking, goes back for years. I love this playlist. Give it a listen. Yeah. How about you, Aaron? Well, you can find me at the Aaron on all socials. Um, you'll see the spelling in the podcast mm-hmm. description. Just mm-hmm. find me there. Mm-hmm. Um, Before we sign off, can I ask one question? Yeah. Have you listened to the new Gaga single from the Top Gun soundtrack? Yeah. Tina? I have not. Hate to say it. Do I get like a shame? I hate to say it. I don't think you're missing much. Okay. (laughs) You're not. It's definitely movie soundtrack. It definitely is trying to go for vibe of like the Whitney Houston, I will always love you type. Bodyguard? Yeah. Well, like the... The the yeah. same thing like with with I will never love again and shallow or in um, a star is born yeah. very much that vibe of that final song that like the the Bond song mm-hmm. it's really her Bond song but like strip out anything like strip out any unique factors and like really generic I think anybody could have sung that song oh one hundred percent but I think I think any it. I think like any of the Bond songs same thing yeah mm, I don't know about that. Let the Billy sky Ash. fall. Yeah, I don't know. Literally, I don't know about that. I love that. What That's I will say one. is, I, I, I hate those song. fucking win the Oscar every fucking time. It's like Ugh. so dumb. Do we need to talk about Sam Smith winning that fucking Oscar for that terrible, the worst Bond bong song I've heard? Nightfall? In ages. What was it called? No, I, I don't even remember what it was called. Um, Waving Through a Window? Or something? Uh, don't even remember which Bond movie he did it for. Spectre. He did it. No, don't even. See? Not memorable. Irrelevant. But I don't know which one and then Adele he, did either. Or Skyfall. No, Skyfall. It's literally the oh, name yeah. of the movie. Yeah. But then he gets up there. Was that a flop for you? <sighs> and not he. They. Sorry, they. Um, they are an Oscar winner somehow. They go up to accept the award. And they're like, I think I'm the first gay man to win an Oscar. And I was like, girl. You are what not. What the fuck is wrong with you? You might be the first one this oblivious. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> say that. Oh, and then Gaga took a picture with fucking Tom Cruise after one of her shows. And like, this man is literally like a full-blown Scientologist who has free forced labor on his properties via Scientology. Like, what is she doing? I they can't with her right Taking now. a picture with celebrities. Duh. She's full-blown like sellout Gaga career mode right now. Ugh. Ugh. Well, listen to the listen to the song. Let us know what you think. <laughs> See you, everyone. Bye. Bye.